This is Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell on the Forge Audio Network. Forge fans, another episode of Forge Daily. Welcome back. Today is May 30th, 2023. We've got a game day quickly approaching. Today's episode is going to be a good one. One of my favorites so far. I'm joined by York United alumni and one soccer analyst, Jordan Wilson. He was such a delight to talk to. Such a funny guy, but also so knowledgeable. So he's got some great insight on what we can expect to see from York in tomorrow's matchup. I won't spoil any of the conversation. Without further ado, let's get right into the interview. Awesome. All right, Jordan Wilson, welcome to Forge Daily. Thank you for coming on. You're the first guest on the show. How does that feel? Love it. Yeah. I love it. I think uh, it's an honor, you know. It's always nice to talk about the game, and uh, I back you. I think you're going to kill it. Thank you, Jordan. I got to say, I'm a fan of yours and and Andy Petrillo as well, your podcast, One Nation. I love it. I knew I had to have you on, so thank you again for coming. Before we start, I want to get a little bit into your career as a player, just to give some context for those who don't know. So can you start by touching on your career in the CPL and who you just played for? Because I think it'll be particularly relevant in today's episode. Yeah, so I had a I played in Denmark from 2015 to 2020, uh, in first division over there, like second tier for the same club. I was there for like 170 games, uh, but then moved home during COVID and signed with York United. So played there for two years, and then I'm freshly retired now and working for One Soccer. So. This Forge York United matchup is always one that I tune it hits into. Home. It hits home for you. Yeah, especially <laughs> hard. So, All right. Well, going into tomorrow's matchup, York now third in the league. I believe they've got three wins and four losses. But can I just get your overall thoughts on the match for tomorrow? I think that York is going to come out guns blazing. One, because that's the way they've been playing the past two matches. Two, because I spoke with Martin Nash and he believes that's where success lies for this team. But three, if you ask York fans, the the true diehard fans, the game that they want them to win, they don't really care about any other game. They want to be forged. They just want bragging rights in the GTA. Um, And it's just something about beating the best team, obviously. So I think this match will be a lot different than the last time. I think the last time they played when Forge won, it was just low energy uh, from York. And um, Forge felt comfortable, but I think York will disrupt Forge. Will I say they're going to win? I don't know. I'm not a genie, but I will say that they're going to get in their face. I don't think they're going to be tentative and sit back and give them much respect. I think they're going to go and take it to them. Well, they are also coming off their first home win against Cavalry. Do you think that plays a factor going into this match? Like, is there some momentum there? Yeah, I think outside of the home win, I think it's just the second win back to back and then the second clean sheet. I think that just shows that everyone's talked about for sorry York's weakness in the back or the newness, the freshness, the guys that uh, are just getting acclimated with each other. Um, right. And there was a back line that I was a part of the past two seasons where we, we kept York in the game a lot of the time. But I think now it's just a new team. But you could say having a game where you kept a clean sheet twice, doesn't matter if these aren't guys that play in that position often, it's working. Yeah. So they have that confidence. Yeah. And you mentioned it earlier. This is a this is a classic rivalry and not just because of proximity. I feel like there's something a little deeper there now. What do you think it is about this rivalry that kind of brings out the best in both sides? I mean, I think when I was playing, um, 
there are specific players like a Borges or Becker, yeah, Pasillas. Yeah. Um, I could go down the list, but there are just guys that like you've measured maybe yourself against your whole career. Like, for example, an Ashton Morgan or Kyle Becker for me, I always knew they were like playing at a top level. So even mm-hmm. when I was in Denmark, you're like keeping an eye on them. So now you get a chance to be on the same pitch. It's almost like bragging rights. You want to be like, I got the better of you on the day. But then also, too, when you're playing Pacific, that's all the way over on the other side of the country. It's a bit different. Playing at home, like my parents went to every Forge game when we played. Right, like it's just right. different. It's a it's an away match, but you still get your your dogs there, your homies it's there. 40 minutes down the 401. Like- yeah, so you want, I live closer to Forge than I do to York. Okay, so it's one of those well, things where it's like, yeah, like you want to make sure that you you show up and you show up. Well, how did you not end up here then? Come on. Ooh, that's that's for another day, Mac. You can't you can't get those answers. <laughs> we're not up. there. We're not there. <laughs> I'll tell you as soon as we stop recording. Okay, okay. Yeah, you talked about Tristan, um, Kyle Becker, and those guys. If you're Forge, who are you keeping an eye out on York United? I I had a look at the CPL team of the week, and York United had three of the eleven players, I believe. And you'll have to excuse me if I mispronounce any of these names, but it was. Uh, I'll help you. If I, thank you, Clement Baya, Paris G. And Lasanafi. Yeah, you did so well. If, if you're perfect, if you're Forge, are those three guys in in your list for keeping out, or, or am I missing a few? Who are you thinking of? I I, I think um, I think Brem Samara has been playing well in the middle. I think Alou as a ten is someone to watch out for. Um, just he's been playing with confidence and feels really settled with the squad. And if uh, I would I would suspect that York are going to play the same 11 since they've been winning with them or starting with that same 11. Uh, and I would say Austin Ricci, I think that he he brings something a bit different on the wing because he's not a typical winger. He likes to come inside. He's more of a number nine. I think he's a guy on the day that that could hurt you just with his pace and power and then his confidence in striking the ball in front of goal. So and then you could also say with Brian Wright and. Osaze, De Rosario, they haven't scored yet, but you know at a point one of them are going to get it going, and you just never want to be the team that starts that for them. Yeah, like they yeah, go and score two goals against a squad. Yeah, so I would say that, but look, I, I sound very biased, but I just I'll ultimately want to see two teams go at it. I think when I saw York and Forge play earlier, it was just a bit, a bit too docile from York. And that is just not what I'm used to. That is the game where you always got up. Even if we lost, we still went down swinging. So I want to see that same mentality on Wednesday. I'm curious to know, are there any guys on the team now that you didn't get the opportunity to play with and you kind of wish that you had? Good question, Mac. Very good question. Thank you. Um, I'm just, I would say Clement, uh, Bayer. I'm curious to know... For me, I always judge someone like at training as well, right? Like I know there are those players that are training, they're like a six out of 10, but they show up on match day. But it's it's always hard now being an analyst to speculate just off performances. I want to see players week in and week out every day, like how they treat training, how they go about like pre-training. All these little things add to like my opinion on a on an athlete. It's just hard to... Right. To, to and think you don't about have that, that when you have a whole different team anymore at practice too, like you said. So it's kind of, yeah. So it's tough. I'm going to shift gears a little bit here. 
You're a bit big advocate for Coach Bobby Smirniotis on your podcast, okay? Um, I know you say that you're a little biased, but maybe you're just overcompensating for the fact that you're a Forge, you're a Forge fan undercover. So, what is it about Coach Bobby's like style of play and coaching style that appeals to you? I think that I always respect a manager that has a clear identity of how they want to play, and he doesn't jump ship. Um, I think he's added different things. I don't think you can go around playing the same way all the time. For example, I think where Forge have, Forge have added is last year, I didn't see them get all 11 behind the ball the way that they do this season once they're winning. I'm not saying that they parked the bus, but they just look a bit more organized defensively. Yeah. yeah. But I like the way Bobby, count it next time you play, Mac. How many times does Tristan Henry kick the ball long from a goal kick? Like, they always want to play out. They always want to combine. If uh, not I'm retired, I could say this. If I was playing in that system, I would love to always just be in opportunities to play football, to try to go forward, to experiment. Uh, You see he has a certain type of philosophy, and he gets players to buy into that. But not only that, just players that could come and fit into that system and excel. So I think I have respect for him outside of his football knowledge and his brain. But the way that he goes about his business, the way that he uh, has his team all rowing in the same direction, I think it's remarkable. Yeah, yeah, there definitely is a consistent philosophy. I'm I'm constantly asking players like before games, like, how do you approach a match like this? Or what do you expect to see from so-and-so? And nine and a half times out of 10, it's like, we're just going to play our football. We're going to do everything that we always do. And Kwame Arua, an old uh, Forge player, who I think he won two championships with them. He would say like Bobby is a guy you could just go to about anything in soccer and he'll have an answer and response and he'll he'll have seminars and sessions. I just like people like that, that are ready and willing to talk about football and different aspects of the game because like I'm a nerd that way. I just, I would love to break things down. Um, you said you didn't have any predictions, but if you if you could on tomorrow, like what do you have a guess? Like this is I'm giving you a redemption here, Jordan. Your your prediction for the Canadian championship didn't exactly land. This is I'm still <laughs> sour about it as well. Still. Cause I I put all my chips, all my money, I backed it and I just went. Dude, it was an ambitious <laughs> prediction, but you know, I I supported you in that moment. I'm not gonna lie. Listening to it, I was like, I like this. I like this energy. But here we are. And honestly, people would say, "Oh, you're just saying this out of your your buttocks." But I wasn't. It came from my heart, and that's why it hurt when I was watching. I was like, "Ugh." But a prediction for Wednesday, I'll say a two-two draw. And why I say a draw? Because I feel like both of these teams might get to a point where they say, "Hey, we don't really need a win. We want to, but we don't really need a win." Yeah, just uh, a tie is good for both of these squads. Yeah, I think so. Obviously, Forge want to keep winning and and separate, but as long as they're not losing, they're they're okay. Yeah. Okay, if this prediction is right, you're coming back on. So 2-2? Got it. That's all. Thank you so much. This was really fun. Thank you so much. It was. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Mac. Anytime. We'll have to do it again. And, you know, if it takes a bag of Sour Patch, then fine. Totally kidding. Don't worry about the bag. (laughs) Forge fans, that's all for today's episode. Come on down to Tim Hortons Field for the 905 Derby tomorrow. Or, you know, if you can't make it in person, you can watch Jordan Wilson on One Soccer. Thank you so much again for listening. You can expect the next episode of Forge Daily and Behind the Beard on Thursday. So we'll have to postpone for game day. 
but you'll have twice as much content the following day. So enjoy the game and we'll talk to you then. This has been Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell. If you like what you heard, please like, follow, subscribe, comment, and share. Well, I want something better. I said um, you could always just give me candy, Mac. That that works. Oh. You can just send it to the office. Do you not give me candy, though, for inviting you on the show? No, or? no, no. I just had one sided thing. I'll give you one sour patch. There it is. Whatever color you like. We're getting off topic, man. It's only going to be.